Welcome back to the Titanic Museum Attraction Podcast. I am Officer Emily, and today we have an extra special episode prepared to share with you. Officer Campbell will be sharing the story of Titanic Bandmaster Wallace Hartley's violin. This is the single most requested and important Titanic artifact our guests have requested to see. We feel this is because this fragile and timeless artifact reminds us of Titanic's final moments and how fragile life can truly be. It is certainly an honor to have Officer Campbell present the Titanic story of Bandmaster Wallace Hartley and his treasured violin. There is a hush in the room and a sense of intimacy in our collective breathing as we listen to the story of bandmaster Wallace Hartley and his fiancée, Mariah Robinson. Our music gallery, I inform our guests, is a tribute to the eight gentlemen whose portraits are front and center, the Titanic band. Guests nod in recognition as I remind them of the story how the band played on until the bitter end. Imagine being out there on that cold night, suddenly yanked from your warm, secure ship, standing on the boat deck as 28-degree salt water rises to your ankles. That is where the eight musicians were. Band leader Wallace Hartley had earlier released the musicians from their duties, but as they turned away, Wallace continued to play, and they each turned and continued to play with him. Passengers who had managed to get a lifeboat watched, many of them in shock. Well, they could see the ship, its lights blazing until near the end, but the ship was clearly foundering, the slope of the decks increasing at an alarming rate, as over the last 30 minutes, the bow of the ship plunged ever deeper, and the stern rose higher, elevated from the sea at an angle the ship was never designed to sustain. And we know from first-hand accounts, passengers who had managed to have a seat on one of the lifeboats, that this was an excruciating experience, watching scarcely able to breathe. They could hear the deep, sonorous cadences of the band members' instruments. The band switched to hymns during the last 30 minutes, for it was clear that those struggling to stand on the ever steeper sloping decks were in the grips of realizing they were likely living the final minutes of their lives. And still, the band played on salt water creeping up their ankles, led by bandmaster Wallace Henry Hartley, coaxing these final sad strains of familiar hymns with numb fingers, the deep resonating timbre of the woods seeming to amplify the vibrations as they reached the stunned and horrified passengers watching from the lifeboats like a captive audience forced to view the final agony of a ship that just a few hours before had been proud and new, a monument to human achievement of the day. And our guests 
standing mesmerized in our music gallery, relive this event with us as the Wallace Hartley Titanic violin hovers suspended behind glass. It's the very instrument Wallace played on the night Titanic was sinking, his numb fingers nevertheless moving skillfully. Together we can imagine the resonance of the notes, the fullness of their cry. But often I share with our guests what artist Ken Marshall told me when he visited our museum a few years ago. Marshall was able to interview Ruth Becker, Titanic passenger, before she passed away. And Marshall told me he will never forget her description of that night. Huddled on a lifeboat with her mother, Ruth Becker was a 12-year-old girl then, and she told Ken Marshall what she had never been able to talk about until she agreed to talk with him. She said she, her mother, and all the passengers on her lifeboat were so convinced that Titanic was an unsinkable ship that they all refused to believe the ship would sink, even as the stern of the ship rose higher and higher, tilting up toward the stars, the steel, iron, and metal shrieking as it rose, even as the great booms of furniture, cutlery, piano, storage bins gave way and thundered down from stern to bow, Ruth said they refused to accept the ship would sink. And when it sank, she said, there was a stunned silence that settled over all of them, for she said, we were in shock. The memory of the last hymn still with them seeming to sadly hover in their minds for some minutes after the ship disappeared as the band's last notes, led by the Wallace Hartley Titanic violin, escaped the doomed ship into the night. Perhaps it is the story of Wallace Hartley and his fiancée, Mariah Robinson, though, even more than the violin itself that most deeply affects our museum guests I noticed the expressions of sadness on our guest faces as I read aloud the inscription on the metal plate affixed to the violin's bridge. They are Mariah's words, like a solemn murmur to Wallace of her love, even as they are her pledge, a forerunner of the vows they will exchange with one another very soon. For Wallace, on the occasion of our engagement, from Mariah. Oh, we hurt for them as we realize the meaning of her gift. The violin is a powerful confirmation that Mariah understands what makes him, most especially Wallace, his music. The depth of his love for Mariah and what the violin meant to Wallace were confirmed by his mother in the weeks immediately following the sinking quoted in the May 3rd, 1912 edition of the Cone and Nelson Times, his mother said, I know my son would die clasping his violin. He was passionately attached to his instrument. We experience a deep sadness for the depth of their love, the guests and I do, as we consider Mariah's words, the inscription on the metal plate, we can nearly hear her murmuring them into his ear. And later, 
in the condolence card uh, attached to the floral tribute of deep red roses and lilies of the valley, she breathed a prayer. Teach me from my heart to say, Thy will be done. No doubt Wallace, raised in the Methodist church from childhood, said a prayer as the freezing water began to rise around his ankles. And he led the Titanic band in what is said to be his favorite hymn, Nearer My God to Thee. This is a story of unrequited love as powerful as Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, or more recently, of Jack and Rose as portrayed by Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet in the movie Titanic. No wonder our guests become still, scarcely breathing as I recount the story of the Wallace Hartley Titanic violin. Wallace and Mariah remind us of ourselves, of the fragility of romantic love. There is the joy and yet such sorrow and pain when that love is lost. Wallace did not survive, and Mariah never, ever married. She never recovered from the loss of her Wallace. It has been our honor to present Titanic Bandmaster Wallace Hartley's violin, which sold for $1.7 million making it the highest price ever paid for any RMS Titanic artifact. You can see this treasured violin at the Titanic Museum attraction in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for a limited time. Reservations are required, and you may book your tickets now at our Titanic Pigeon Forge website. Please visit www.titanicpigeonforge.com.